2: I'm James Erpine and this is the Locked on Bengals podcast on a Tuesday. Great to be with you on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. Subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts, including LockedOnBengals.com. We have a lot to get to today. Um, we have a lot to get to indeed. Uh, if I haven't said Twitter yet, on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals um let's dive into it though let's dive into it on today's show you're going to hear an interview with Will Carroll who's an injury expert I caught up with him on uh, my show on ESPN 1530 and he's got some really good tidbits of information on Billy Price on Joe Mixon and on uh, Michael Johnson um so that coming up in a bit on this show uh but but I want to start with this and if you listen to my show Noon to one on ESPN 1530 in Cincinnati. You heard me rant about this, and I won't go on as long about it, but I think it is certainly worth noting. I'll I'll talk about me for a second, because why wouldn't I? Why Why wouldn't you want to hear about me? This is episode 400, and let me check here, 453. I've done 452 of these. 452 Locked on Bengals podcast until this one. So now this is 453. I am more comfortable right now talking to you than I was at episode 350. More comfortable talking to you right now than I was at episode 1, or episode 5, or episode 27, or episode 37, or episode 137, or episode 200. Because experience matters. Experience matters a ton. In life, at your job, whatever you do, if you're in sales, it matters. Maybe you have the personal skills, but when you started out, you just weren't able to make that close. You weren't able to close the door on the sale. Maybe you just weren't comfortable talking about money or maybe you didn't have the personal skills, but you knew the product inside and out and you had to grow as a person, as a professional. And then one day you driving into work and you're like, (laughs) I got this. (laughs) I got it down. Woo. I got it down. That's a good feeling, right? We've all had that feeling in, in, in one of our jobs or others. And heck, I'm not even saying I have that feeling with this podcast yet. But the reality is with experience generally comes more comfort. With experience, you, you see more. You know how to react to things. You know how to react to your water heater in your house leaking after you've gone through a couple of them. You know how to fix the lawnmower. I had this old lawnmower, and, and this is the, the fifth year I've lived in my house. And I, for the first four years of the house, I, I had a free lawnmower, and it worked, and I had to fix it multiple times, and I knew how to fix it. I knew certain things It would give me. It would be a pain, but I knew how to fix it. And then it was just like, ah, easy. I was comfortable fixing it. And then I finally had to go out and buy it, spend money and buy a new one. When you've done something for a while, you get comfortable with it which is usually a good thing, because usually when you're, you're comfortable and confident with your job especially, it's going to lead to success. Andy Dalton, so far this year, is comfortable. Andy Dalton, so far this year, has been successful. The Bengals' offense has scored 61 points in two weeks. He's fifth in the NFL in passing touchdowns with six. He's seventh in the NFL in quarterback rating. Andy Dalton is comfortable. When Andy Dalton drives into work, you know what he says to himself? I know what the defenses are throwing at me. No, he doesn't have the strongest arm. No, Andy isn't isn't the best deep ball thrower. No, his timing sometimes is off. Heck, I call him Blandy Dalton. I'm one of his biggest critics. But now when Andy Dalton drives in with the talent around him, a okay offensive line, I'll say it's okay so far, legitimate weapons at wide receiver, legitimate threats at tight end in multiple legitimate running backs, especially when Joe Mixon's healthy. Andy Dalton's like, oh, I can put these guys in position to succeed. I've seen it. I have the answers to the questions that I might not have had in year two or year three or year five. Even in 2015, Like the Bengals were just so supremely talented. They were probably the best roster in the league, top to bottom. I think Andy Dalton's a better quarterback right now than he was in 2015 because he's taken his lumps. He knows what it's like to play behind a bad line. He knows what it's like to not have any kind of rushing attack. He knows what it's like to only play with A.J. Green and have to read defenses at a higher level. Heck, he's on his fourth offensive coordinator. So he learned from Jay Gruden, head coach. He learned from Hugh Jackson, a head coach. He learned from Ken Zampese, who, say what you want about him, was a really damn good and still is a quarterbacks coach in the NFL. He learned about those guys or learned from those guys. And now with Bill Lazor, new playbook, run pass option. He's got to diagnose every single play. He's got to figure out what the defense is doing. It's up to him. And, And the thing that I think is most interesting about that is he's finally ready for it. That's the thing. He's finally ready for something like this. He's the guy. He's the leader, 30 years old. He's the guy in that locker room. He's the guy in the huddle. Here's Tyler Boyd on Andy Dalton. We got great plan
3: on every route against any coverage. You know, if it's certain coverage, he knows he's going to go to this
2: guy. If it's, it's this look, he knows to go to this day. So he does a great job of, you know, being a great quarterback and keeping us alive, keeping us right. I'm telling you. And you heard Andy at the end there, but I think it's true. Andy Dalton's the guy. That's driving into work and knows exactly what he's going to do. And he can look at a defense and know exactly what's going to happen. Why do you think Ryan Fitzpatrick has eight touchdowns and one pick? He's completing 79% of his passes and leads the NFL in passing yards through two weeks with 819 yards. You think it's just coincidence? You think it's just because he has Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson? No. Part of it's because he's seen it all. And he started 20 less games than Andy. Of course you need talent. Tom Brady needs talent. These, these players, they need talent. Absolutely, quarterbacks need talent around them. But Andy Dalton, he knows what it's like not to have a great left tackle. He knows that he has to read the middle linebacker and the safety. And, oh, that defensive lineman moved over. Oh, oh, hey, switch the play. You heard, you heard Tyler Boyd there. He gets us in the right play every time. Every time. And not every play is going to be successful. They aren't for any quarterback. But Andy Dalton, the one thing. That and no one can knock it for is his mental capacity. And that's what I think we're gonna to start to see now. Is Andy Dalton diagnosing everything at the line. Andy Dalton doing that and coming out on top. We're gonna to see the best we've seen from Andy Dalton this season. Not in 2015. Everyone says, oh, can he be a 2015 Andy? No, he can be better. And through two weeks. He has been. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Great to be with you today. We're going to get an update on Joe Mixon, his injury, Billy Price, and more. You'll hear my conversation with Will Carroll. He is the injury expert. But first, a word from swap.com. Isn't it crazy how much we pay for new brand name clothes? Why do we buy new kids' clothes if they're just going to outgrow them in a few months? And I know with back to school, your kids have probably been in back to school. A couple weeks now, wouldn't it be great if there was a place to discover awesome discounts on gently used clothes? There is. It's Swap.com, the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. Stop driving to the store after store after store after store going through racks. Easily sift through millions of clothes in seconds on Swap.com. With Swap.com, you can save up to 90% off retail price on your favorite brands, including Lululemon, Carters, Nike, J.Crew, and Gap. There's Under Armour in there. I mean, I'll, I'll throw in a bunch of different ones. They got them all. Uh, qualities, hand-spected items, and they're added daily. I mean, th- they check every item by hand. If something doesn't fit, enjoy the hassle-free return within 30 days. So you can return it within 30 days, and you're going to get 35% off select items for your first order with promo code LOCKED ON. Just because you listen to this podcast, again, swap.com, promo code LOCKED ON, going to get 35% off select items. Plus, Find new deals every day on swap.com's homepage. Again, that's swap.com, promo code locked on.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
2: I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Let's get to my conversation with Will Carroll. And I talked with him earlier today on ESPN 1530, and the first thing I asked was about Joe Mixon and how long would Joe potentially be out and what kind of procedure he had done.
0: Well, we don't know exactly what it is, but they've described it enough that we've got a good idea. Now, they've described this as a particle that's rubbing around and normally that's what's called a synovial, like, P-L-I-C-A. Uh, and basically what that is is kind of like, uh, you know, if you've ever seen an oyster that has a little piece of grit in it, and we all know that sometimes it becomes a pearl, but sometimes it's just a problem. You know, <laughs> it's an irritation. Uh, it's just a little piece of something that gets caught in there. There's lots of theories that it's bone. There's lots of theories that it's just a congenital little kind of fold. Uh, of, of the pieces of the knee that come together as you're growing as a baby. Um, but it's an irritation. So if you think of it as just like having a rock in your shoes, that's not far off. Uh, so what you do uh, is, is most of the time you just ignore it because it, it's uh, asymptomatic. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't cause any problems. Uh, on the other hand, if it does start hurting and causing problems, then that's where you pull it out. But it's a very simple fix. You, you reach in there. Uh, it's kind of a cold game operation, uh, except with an arthroscope. You go in there, you pull it out, you make sure everything's fine, you make sure the cartilage around it is fine, because that's the big worry, that it's ground on that and is grounded down. Uh, but most of the time you just pull it out and everything's back to fine. It's a 10-day to two-week injury these days with the arthroscope. So uh, it's about as minor as it gets, but it's uh, you know major enough that they've got to go in there and do something.
2: Will Carroll is with us. He's on Twitter at Injury Expert. And, Will, I've heard differing things. The two weeks is something Adam Schefter reported with Joe Mixon. I've also heard from others just within the Bengals organization. Dave Lapham, we just heard from him about ten minutes ago, said it could be up to a month. So is there, I guess, depending on the degree of damage to the cartilage and just the recovery time, based on the athlete, it could vary on when he's back?
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, we always give ranges for these things. You also want to set expectations. Are there things that can go wrong? Absolutely. Anytime you open somebody up, even as minor as an, as an arthroscope is, there's always the worry of infection. We've seen that over and over. Tom Brady had that. Peyton Manning nearly uh, missed the start of a season, gosh, I think it was 2007, uh, when he had an infection after very much similar uh minor knee problem. So, uh, yeah, things can go wrong. You anticipate things are going to go normally. Look, it could go really well. They could get in there and say, man, this is barely worth taking out. Uh, you'll be fine. Uh, and very literally, he'll be walking off the table. Uh So wow. this is something that could go very, very easily. He could be back in a matter of weeks. Uh, or something could go wrong and it could, uh, or there could be more serious damage in there. If they do find cartilage damage and have to repair any of that, then we're looking month, six weeks, uh, yeah, it depends on what they do. I would anticipate, uh, talking to doctors that have done just this type of procedure that they're not going to do anything no matter what they find. If they do find damage, what they'll try to do is do the absolute minimum to get him back and then readdress it sometime later on down the line, hopefully in the offseason where they they have all the time in the world they, they need for him to rehab.
2: So it sounds pretty minor for Joe Mixon, at least on the surface, depending on, on what uh, his individual case is. Is this something, especially being a, a running back, he's going to cut and spin and twist and get hit in his legs and his knee area. Is this something that could stick with him for, for the rest of the year? Or is it something that two weeks, three weeks, he could be feeling 100%?
0: Yeah, in all likelihood he's going to be back to 100 you know he probably didn't feel bad uh, you know maybe he's occasionally complained about this he's like huh eh, you know there's there's a little irritation in there uh, because it'll move around a little bit and if it gets in the wrong place it hurts. this one uh, obviously they saw that it was causing a problem that they're going to have to address it so I would imagine he's going to be as close to 100 uh, percent as anybody is during an NFL season
2: Will Carroll is with us. You can follow him on Twitter at Injury Expert. Uh, another Bengal that went down on Thursday night and didn't return. I know he missed practice yesterday as well. Uh, is rookie center, Billy Price. Uh, how bad is his? Um, I think it's a. I know it's lower by. Is it a foot ankle injury? And, and yeah,
0: it's an ankle injury. And uh, you know, this is a problem that you have to realize. You know, every, yeah, they're all football players but they all play different positions and there's Mm -hmm. all different manners of things. And we don't think, uh, especially a center uh, of being mobile, of having lateral motion, but this is a very simple ankle sprain. The problem is if he doesn't have stability, if he can't root himself to the ground uh, and stay in front of the defender, and if he can't uh, quickly shift right and left, move laterally, he's not going to be a very good center. So, it's a question, It's not a question of how serious it is this. It's a question of how quickly can you recover from it. Some ankle sprains, you know, we've all had them playing rec basketball at the Y. You roll over your ankle, you scream a little bit, you hop, you curse, uh, but then you're fine 10 minutes later. This is more than that. This is likely a grade two ankle sprain. So it's a matter of getting him back to function, getting whatever swelling and pain there is out of there. That's relatively easy, uh, but then you've got to get back to function. So, Is he going to be there on Thursday, on Friday, Uh, and especially on Sunday? They're going to have to make a decision. Is he the best option? Is he ready to go? Can we tape him up, brace him up, and get him out there doing the things he has to do to keep Andy Dalton upright uh, and keep the running game going, especially with mixing out? So they're going to have to make a value decision. That's why the coaches get paid the big bucks to do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Ankle sprains can be a pain. I I sprained my ankle... Like, two months ago, and my ankle's still bothering me a little bit. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if he's out this week.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, ankles can go chronic. Uh, you get a situation like Leonard Fournette. Uh, if you remember Leonard Fournette in the playoffs, he cranked his ankle all the way over, where you know, it, the side of his ankle touched the ground. And you're like, oh, my God, he's done. But his ankles are so loose because he sprained them so many times. That's nothing for him. And you see, you see that more in basketball players because yeah. they'll come down on it. They'll have really loose ankles. Uh, you know, Seth Curry is a great yeah. case of this. He almost didn't have a career. So, yeah, ankle sprains can go chronic, but most of the time they're fairly simple.
2: Make sure you follow Will Carroll on Twitter, at Injury Expert. He's with us today on ESPN 1530. One more for you, Will, before I let you go. Michael Johnson uh, injured, I guess it's a, a strained or sprained MCL in yep. his knee, H- how long could we expect him to be out? I know he's been wearing a brace.
0: Yeah, he is wearing a brace now. Here's the question: uh, is again, this goes to function rather than the injury. Uh, it's a grade two MCL sprain. Uh, the MCL is the, the ligament on the inside of the knee, the medial side, uh, that keeps you from going knock knee. Basically, uh, you, you see this time and time again. Somebody falls on the outside of the knee, the knee bends inward. It's not supposed to bend like that, so that ligament takes the stress. And we've seen a ton of these this year. Probably the best known is Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Johnson doesn't have the same skill set uh, or physical function as Rodgers, but this is virtually the same injury. So can he get out there with a brace, feel comfortable, feel stable, not do any more damage? Now, that MCL is not going to heal itself overnight. This, this is more like a two- to four-week process, depending on – exactly where and how severe the tear is, Uh, the MCL doesn't heal itself that well. um, But in a lot of cases, uh, especially where we see ACL and MCL tears, surgeons won't repair the MCL. If you go back to Adrian Peterson, when he had his devastating knee injury that came back so well, they never repaired his MCL. That's right. He's running around right now with no MCL. So can you play with it? Yes. They're secondary stabilizers. But really for players who are coming back from an immediate acute knee injury like this, it comes down to whether the leg is stable, whether the leg is functional, and whether they're comfortable with the brace. I heard Aaron Rodgers went through about five different braces at one practice, and we found one he just liked. He was like, yeah, I like this one. It's kind of like going and getting a new pair of running shoes. Uh, some people just don't like braces. Most, especially linemen, have worn braces of some sort. Uh, in college, so they get more comfortable with it than running backs or quarterbacks do, uh, but you just got to find one that's comfortable more than anything else.
2: He's Will Carroll on Twitter, at Injury Expert. As far as these injuries go just for professional athletes in general versus the the everyday person, say Billy Price's ankle sprain, it's something we can all relate to. It, yeah. Are the Is the ability for a, a professional organization to try to get their athletes back on the field quicker much better than the resources the average person has?
0: Yes and no. I mean, the, the difference is first in the quality of the athlete. <laughs> you know? yeah. uh, I'm not in your basketball show, James, but uh, <laughs> you guys start at a better base. Even the guys we think are you know the big, out of shape guys, those guys, uh, remember, are running 5 flat 40s, and, and I'm guessing most listeners out there are not. So they're just from a better athletic base. They're healthier, they eat better, uh, so they're. They're usually better healers. Uh, the other thing is that this is their job. These guys are going to rehab uh, eight, 10 hours a day. And actually one of the hardest things to get these guys to do is rest. You tell them to rest, and that's only four hours in the weight room instead <laughs> of eight. Uh, so you've got to get them to kind of shut down. That's actually one of the hardest parts for the medical staff. Uh, you know, It's not like they have more tools or different tools. Uh, if somebody went up to Beacon and uh, – Got Dr. Kremchek to help them out. Uh, it's not like there are different tools. It's just that's their job. You've got to do a radio show, uh, not sit around and rehab all day.
2: That's my conversation with Will Carroll. He's on Twitter, at Injury Expert. Really good stuff from Will and good insight on the Bengals' injuries. I caught up with him earlier today on ESPN 1530. We have a huge show on tap for you tomorrow. I'll be in the Bengals locker room, so I'll get as much audio interviews as I can. That's something you're only going to get here with the Locked On Bengals podcast. We're daily, and uh, share the good news, spread the good news, that there's a daily Bengals podcast out there for all Bengals fans. If, uh, you know, because not everyone has found us yet. We're we're getting there. We're growing. And and shout out to everyone who's reviewed on iTunes, by the way. Got us to five stars. And uh, that's huge. I I was excited when I saw that last week. And, you know, ever since I started this podcast, really, over the past couple of years, especially with betting taken off, we always get asked, I know I always get asked, and you probably do too at work elsewhere, uh, who's going to win the game? What about that betting line? What line's this? What's that? Who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And I'm telling you, my bookie is the place to go, They've been in business for years. They have great reviews online. Their mobile site's super easy to use. That's how I do it. And I'd only recommend a service that I use. That's how I use it. I use that mobile site. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. My bookie is slammed with new betters and they want to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 free pay on deposits over $100. Join now, and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. All you have to do is use promo code LOCKEDON25 to activate the offer. Again, visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON25 when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: All right, before we go, let's uh, let's hear one more thing. Let's get a, a check on the offensive line. Dave Lapham and Lance McAllister on Bengals line yesterday. They ch- chatted with... Trey Hopkins. I thought this was very interesting in the differences between Paul Alexander and new offensive line coach Frank Pollock. Here is Trey Hopkins on the biggest changes. You also hear Lap and Lance uh, this yesterday on Bengals Line on ESPN fifteen thirty.
3: I mean, this group is a—it's a, a tight knit group, and it's one of those things where I feel like Coach Pollock challenged us so much coming in and really pushed us physically. Life that that's the kind of stuff that adversity that you really it kind of melts you together. Cause you're just all out there. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. We were dying those first couple of days. Oh, man. He really, he, he put us through it, but I mean, it's, it's stuff that, that benefits us and it's helped us. And it's shown. Um, but it's also just helped us kind of grow as one. How big was the adjustment to the technique change of what Frank teaches to what you were used to? Is it, it was
4: it night and day. What was the learning curve like for getting used to that?
3: I would describe it as night and day. Um, Previous, a previous Frank being here, I would say it was a little bit more about patience and about really, it was almost it was more reactive. I would say. It um, was
4: counter-punching, not punching, right?
3: Yeah. Whereas Frank is just like Frank you throw you throw, you, you throw the first punch <laughs> and make them react off of you kind of thing and right. just play fast. It's all about speed. If something goes wrong, fix it the next time. But there's no like all his his tagline is no consternation. Just go out there and play fast, run. Now punching and attacking with those long, strong arms,
4: dude. All of a sudden, it must have been like, I love this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to jam you. I'm going to stymie you at the line of scrimmage. I'm not going to retreat and catch you. Mm -hmm. I'm coming after you, dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like night and day, big time. I think
3: that was the biggest adjustment for me is just getting out of the mindset of, okay, I'm going to wait and react. Whereas he's saying, he's saying, hey, you got long arms, you got to use them. You got to use what you got to your advantage. I mean, right. I'm not the biggest guy, not the strongest guy, but I mean, if I can, if I can catch you before you get rolling, that'll help me out. Leverage,
4: mm-hmm. you're a leverage guy. Mm-hmm. You got a big cantilever on you, man. <laughs> I mean, you got a cantilever that most people don't have, right? You got <laughs> Alex uh, Redmond has described it as a, as a new energy and intensity to the offense.
3: I, you're nodding your head. You feel that too. Exactly. I mean, I think he hit the nail on the head with that. I mean, it's, it's completely different. Just even. Even meetings just have a, a different energy about them. I mean, it's, it's intense. He, you see him on the field. I mean, it's no different in the meeting oh, room. It's, it's, it's really intense. And it, it, I mean, we're in, we're in the meetings early. We're in there. When, when special teams are meeting, we're doing meetings. We're, there's not really a time where we're just chilling. Right, yeah. right.
4: Yeah, I mean, Frank is uh, hes no joke, man. He's, he's old school. There's no question about that. And the thing is, he played nine years in the league and he mm-hmm. played multiple positions. So it's, it's like he's not asking you to do anything he didn't do. Yeah. You know, it's like I know how hard it is. I know what I had to do to try to play. I know what the great ones did to have the success they had. I'm going to impart that knowledge on you guys. And, you know, it's like it, it gives you, it gives them a sense of credibility, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I remember when Forrest Gregg got up in front of us as a head coach and he had Super Bowl rings hanging off his fingers when he put his hands on the podium and he started talking. I'm like, two Super Bowl rings? I'm listening to him. He may kick our butt, but I know know Lombardi kicked his butt at least as much as he's going to kick our butt, and he's got Super Bowl rings. Instantaneous credibility in my mind, I'm going to listen to you. Mm -hmm. You know, Frank gives you that kind of thing. He does. I
3: mean, he he really gets you to buy in because he's he's a guy that's been there. I mean, he, t- he tells us his stories about all the time about how, why he, he preaches about Master the Mundane, about being in the championship game and getting split on a, a, comb- a combination. Right. Why? He's like, I've been there before. I know why this is important, why the fit's important every day, not just the first week. It's important the last week you play. It's, it's always going to be important. And, I mean, we're, we're buying into that because, I mean, we know that he knows what he's talking about, and, and it's helped us so far, so why not keep going with it? I was uh, doing an interview
4: with Redman and he said, we're out of jail. I felt like we have been out of jail we've gotten a jail pass we you know and I'm like it was that bad he goes dude it was that bad like, Big Redman that's a horse isn't it
3: mm-hmm. that's yeah, one strong is. cat isn't it yeah and he has definitely been cut loose this year
2: oh, he's a beast how about that stuff how about that insight I mean I it's interesting it certainly is interesting so far so good for the Bengals offensive line I was uh, pleased with their performance especially Thursday night Getting better and better and better. Back at it tomorrow. I'll be in the Bengals locker room. I'll come back with a bunch of sound and audio so you can hear what's going on at Paul Brown Stadium. Until then, I'm James Erpine. You can follow on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and the iHeartRadio app. Until next time, thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast.
1: Hey, Prime members.